at the end of the day, like if you live your life based on other people's opinions, even if it's your parents, even if it's your closest friends to you, if you live your life based on their opinions and their beliefs and their morals, like you're not staying true to yourself. Hey guys, we are back with another episode of Heike Adulting. It's Jada, your host. You guys already know that. Today, we have a guest that's all the way from Vancouver, Canada. I say all the way as if Vancouver is not literally right kind of near LA. We're on the same side of the planet. Today's guest, Michaela Bento, was actually recommended to me by one of you guys. So shout out Miss Emma Mitchell, an avid listener of the podcast, for recommending her. She's awesome. We're now besties, and I love it. We talk all about parent validation, living with boyfriends everything that needs to be talked about we talked about everything spirituality spiritual awakening very very fun episode we literally talk our heads off so i'm not gonna ramble anymore i hope you guys enjoy this episode and i will talk to you guys next week bye Hello, guys. Today I have Miss Michaela Bento. She was requested by one of you guys. And I love when you guys give me podcast guest requests because I get to find new people, explore what they do. And you guys were right when you said that I have a lot in common with Miss Michaela. She's so cool. She's going to introduce herself. Hello. Welcome to the pod. Hi, guys. Um, I just want to say I'm literally so excited. This is the first podcast that I've ever done. Yeah. And I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, and That's when so you reached fun. out to me, I was like, I'm literally so excited um, because every like all my subscribers know that I love to just talk and rant and I can literally go on forever. So this is like such it. a good um, place to do it. But anyways, um, hi, my name is Michaela. I am 21 years old. I'm from Vancouver, Canada, because a lot of people think I'm from the States, like they just assume it. They think that with all Canadian people, because it kind of looks the same. And you're just like, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So I I always got to put that in there. I'm from Canada. Um, I make YouTube videos full time now. I do a little bit of background acting on the side. Um, I'm a college dropout. I always like to add that in because I feel like that's a big part of like it's a part who of I you. am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's basically a little summary about myself. Sick. I never really yeah. know like exactly what to say when people no. ask me that. No, yeah, I you are always multifaceted, and I feel like these days you're not just like one thing. So everyone's like, I'm a student. I'm a daughter. I'm a wife like everyone's you know so it's just yeah that's the vibe no we completely get it today we're going to talk about a lot of things I'm very excited because I feel like yeah we are very similar I didn't go to college but it's kind of same thing honestly like college dropout didn't go to college same difference navigating the world like you just moved out into your own apartment you Mm -hmm. failed to you failed to tell us that one that's super exciting (laughs) yeah how long has it been now um exactly two weeks yesterday so. oh it's only been two weeks I felt like you like pre-recorded all that mm-hmm. stuff and it's only like it's been at least a month so only two weeks yeah like I was going to pre-record but the way mm-hmm. that it happened I just put the content out right away so yeah, it's pretty much it. like yeah up to the time like it's two weeks and one day now oh yay so oh really, my gosh congrats really 
That's huge. And so when you were in college, did you move out or were you like living with your parents still? Yeah. So I was still living with my parents in college. It's so different from the States here. Like Mm -hmm. everybody that I know in the States, they like almost everybody goes to like goes to college there. Like everybody packs their bags, they move out and they go stay in the dorm or whatever. But in Canada, I feel like it's different and like not everybody does that. Honestly, I maybe have like a couple people that I do know that did that but I don't think it's that popular to do that here in Canada yeah um when I was in college I lived with my parents and it was about like a 45 minute commute to school oh my gosh people move here like for 45 minute commutes like they live on campus like they just like unless it's like 10 minutes away from them like you're going to move on campus that's crazy yeah because a lot of people go like in state like I'm from North Carolina and a lot of colleges are like 45 minutes, an hour 30, maybe away from like Charlotte. So yeah, everyone just moves on campus because it's just easier. Yeah, honestly, I, I honestly wish sometimes I'm like, it would be cool to get that college experience like they mm-hmm. have in the States yeah. because that just looks so much fun. <laughs> I guess. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't like, know, but. <laughs> yeah, no, me neither. But like, I, I see some people doing it. I'm like, oh my God, that looks so much fun. Like it, it would be cool, like in another life, you know, to like experience yeah. that. But yeah, no, I I never did that. <laughs> is that, but do some people move on campus? Like, is that a thing or do they just not have that option for people to move on campus? It is a thing. Some people do, but it's kind of rare to be oh, honest. Oh, interesting. Unless yeah, someone's coming like, from like out of country or something yes, or like, okay, honestly, that makes sense. Yeah. Most of the dorms are filled up with people from out of the country. Like oh. it's so rare to find somebody that lives in the area mm-hmm. and stays on campus. Do you think that's just Vancouver or Canada as a whole? I honestly think it's Canada, but. Okay. Cause I asked because I know someone sure. who went to school in Canada that's from North Carolina and like, well, like she lives in the dorms obviously because she's from North Carolina. But um, yeah. yeah, I also heard that like rent is super, super expensive and like Vancouver specifically too because like my friend Fernanda she's also a YouTuber she does all that stuff but like she was like so expensive like I remember her talking about it I think on the podcast too she was like there's just no reason to move out like you just stay with your parents no, that's it's, just normal it's literally like here people don't move usually like move out until their mid maybe even late 20s because yeah. of how mm-hmm. expensive it has gotten like within yeah. the last like five years even Oh my goodness. Like I heard they're really just making the city unaffordable for people. They're like, if you're part of like this younger generation, you have no chance. Like that's basically what they're saying with how much the prices have gone up. Like it's, it's absolutely insane. I mean, I'm sure you're from. Yeah. Well, I'm not from LA, but like moving here compared to North Carolina prices. Yes. I completely, yeah. I completely understand how expensive it is, but I heard that like very similar in Vancouver. Yeah, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. I was actually looking at, like, the list the other day of, like, most expensive cities yeah. to live in in the world, and mm-hmm. Vancouver was on that list. And I I'm know. Like, that's I'm crazy. not surprised. Like, for wow. – um, I mean, I'm renting right now, mm-hmm. and this is a two-bedroom place, but a unit with the exact, like, square footage um, and the exact number of bathrooms and bedrooms, I was looking online to see how much it costs to buy it. A two-bedroom mm-hmm. apartment – cost 1.1 million yeah that's definitely new york city that's screaming new york city that's screaming la that's screaming you can get an apartment like 45 minutes out of la and like buy that for a million dollars it's crazy 
That's ridiculous. It's actually insane. You can't even it's buy. Really yeah, insane. you can't just buy a lot of like land here. Like it's crazy. That's not going to happen. So I completely feel no. you. I don't know what's going on, but yeah, these rent prices and then especially now like gas prices are ridiculous over here. I can't do it. Oh, it's not good. girl, you don't even know what they are here right now. Like it is insanity. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's $7 a gallon here and it's crazy. We're not like, I mean, yeah, no, no, no. I know like we go by liters here. So technically it's not right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like I did the calculations for how expensive it'd be in gallons and it was like over $7 a gallon. Uh-huh. Yep. So, yeah so she knows the vibe um oh you guys don't want to know the vibe (laughs) no No, not at all kind of over that but you know what money comes to us we attract money we love money we have a good relationship with money gas is it's whatever that's where we're gonna keep that mentality no but like actually i was just thinking about it the other day and like obviously after moving out it's like oh shit now i have to pay for everything like everything but then there's one side of my brain that's very realistic when it comes to money and it's like it's kind of stressing it kind of stresses me out sometimes you know obviously but then there's this whole other part of my brain which probably is more than half which is a good thing that is just like you know what at the end of the day like when you die, money yep. doesn't matter. Like no, nothing not at like, all. like money has nothing to do with it. So when I jump into that mentality, it just literally takes my stress away. Yeah. And same. I'm like, I agree. And I'm like, yeah, like the more that you focus your attention on it, like if if I'm always sitting here saying, like, oh my God, gas is so expensive, rent is so expensive, this is so expensive, then like I'm gonna attract that and I'm gonna attract <laughs> like I'm not gonna attract abundance. Mm-hmm. So it's like I always just have to check in with myself and make sure that I'm keeping that positive mindset with things and acting sometimes like like money is almost like not Mm -hmm. even real it's just a number in my bank account yeah it helps you know yeah 1000 percent. no I literally had this conversation today like I had this conversation once about every other day like I just had it right before getting on this podcast with my friend Lee we were talking about him like moving to LA and all this stuff shout out to you Lee um but like you know and like money prices and all this stuff and I was like listen money will come like you know what I'm saying I'm like but like your life like you keep saying you want to move here I'm like just move here I'm like we'll figure it out we'll do it like blah 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 like this and this and this but like money will find its way like it does its thing and it's here in our account when it is and then it's not like you spend it and then it comes right back like I feel like once I have this like strangle mindset on money and you're like oh my gosh no it's just going down the number's going down then it's just like okay but if you think about it like it's going down for it to come back up because like it belongs to someone at this point in time and then it belongs to you at another point in time it's always constantly in fluctuation and in like in a circle of life hello lion king like it's in like a circle of life in your bank account and like when you view it like that it doesn't become this like oh it's mine and i have to save it and like Mm -hmm. great saving is great but like i feel like i was also at this point i was talking to another friend today again money comes up all the time and i feel like when we like really talk about it and like make it like just this not taboo conversation it becomes more like I mean it makes you feel more at ease but I was talking to my other friend and we were talking about how like money is a tool like you know what I'm saying like you can't have this relationship with it and treat it like it's this enemy because it's not like you live your life because you want to free up your time so that you are able to spend time with your family and like you have health and blah 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 like that's essentially why we work for money anyway like you you have money you save it for a vacation you save it to like treat yourself like you're you're trying Mm -hmm. to free up your time so that you're able to like enjoy your quality of life 
stop treating it like it's this thing that's like working against you, you know, and like, this is a whole different topic of conversation. But um, I know you went in about like one side of your brain is very like realistic and whatever. And I think that's very mm-hmm. ingrained in our parents too. Like I'm half immigrant parent. Oh, I know yeah. that your parents are also like, you know, so it's like when you think about it like that, your parents have sacrificed so much. So it's like everything that they talk to you about, like working hard for money and like you have to blah, blah, blah. And like money doesn't grow on trees and whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> you know, you know the vibe. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, like, and I think, again, I don't think they meant harm with it. I just think that when you're taught, you know, you have to survive and you have to make it like my dad like grew up in South Carolina made it able so that he was able to move to Charlotte and start a family there like a lot of sacrifice goes into that and you want to teach your kids and protect your kids but also it's like that's a limiting mentality for me because I'm like hey money does grow on trees it comes to me it does its thing um and I think when you look at like that like it just changes so much of your perspective on it you know how do you feel about the whole like mindset with your parents and all that stuff because I know you and I like you definitely talked about it in your vlog so I want you to talk about it a bit yeah exactly like you saying like like my parents have always always said like money doesn't grow on trees and they were always telling me like in order to make money you have to do it this way like Mm -hmm. you have to get a university degree and you have to get like a you know like a nine-to-five job Mm -hmm. and whatever and it's like that kind of puts in your head from when you're young that money is going to be hard to come by Mm -hmm. and it kind of gives you that limiting belief that is hard to undo when you get older um and I've honestly had a hard time like struggling with that but I feel like I'm at a really good point now where like I mostly see money as something that's not hard to come by because I feel like when I when I don't stress and don't care about money, that's when I make the most money. No, like, true shit. That is the truest shit. Works. Yeah. It's like you don't think about it. You don't force stress upon it. And then you're like, oh, someone's offering you just free money. And I also say the world is so abundant and full of money. And you're right. It doesn't matter. Like once you're dead, like, and that's so morbid. But like, I've definitely mentioned yeah, that no, in like older yeah. podcasts. Very morbid. Like we're not trying to like die here right now. But like definitely it doesn't matter like it literally goes where like literally nowhere so I just don't exactly. I don't know and it's so sad because you know like trigger warning but like people take their own lives for money and like things about that of and it course, just yeah. it's so sad because it's I mean and even here like the homeless population and all that stuff and I think it really just stems down to like gratitude and it's like in as most of a not classist way because I think it can be very seen as like well uh, you're living in an apartment you have a roof overhead I mean like but that's what I'm saying like if you're listening to this podcast right now you probably have a roof over your head like Mm -hmm. I I guarantee you you have a smartphone so like we're all in the same boat here um but like when you think about that it's like dude I have nothing to complain about I was talking about this with my boyfriend today he was like yeah we have nothing to complain about we live in Los Angeles California we have a roof over our heads we have dinner every night like that's it bro like there's nothing really to worry about yeah like Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. so that's that 100% and like I was literally just like talking about this in my video Mm -hmm. that I you like you have to start like turning your problems into privileges yeah and what I mean by that is like these little inconveniences that happen it's like that's not an actual problem Mm -hmm. it's a literal privilege to even have that problem that problem correct yeah so that's definitely like a mentality that's also like helped me be like grounded and thankful and once you're grateful for everything, that's when you're going to attract the most. 1,000%. You know? Yeah. Like, I just – and you also, like, physically 
feel better. Like today when I left, cause I was going to, where did I go? I went to this like sale thing at someone's house. Like she was just selling all her stuff because she's moving out of the country soon. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, like, let me go to this sale. And I was like, Oh my gosh, all these girly girls, content influencers here, just like shopping and, you know, complimenting each other and trying things on. I'm like, shit, like this is such a good life. You know what I'm saying? And like, yeah. here I am like crying, like last night about this or last night. I mean, not that I didn't cry, but <laughs> like, like, but that's what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying. Like we just yeah. stress about so many of the little things. And then like, we forget like how precious and grateful, like, you know, like we complain about all this shit when it's like, it's not even that deep. So like when I think about money and like all this stuff and like, you know, like our parents and like the limiting beliefs that they have and all this stuff, like I just come back down to like, am I taking care of? Am I breathing? Good, good. Move forward. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and honestly, like health also is such a big thing. Like having yeah, your health, for sure. like people take that for granted so much, I feel like. Mm. And it's like, even just having your health is something to be so grateful for mm. being able to walk, being able to see like all that, all this little stuff that we don't really notice every day, just to be grateful for it is so important because you never yeah. know when you can lose something. No, seriously. And then once you realize, like, whenever you're sick, like, you always hear this, like, whenever you're sick, yes. you realize how ungrateful you were, or not ungrateful, like, just, like, unaware of the fact that you were healthy, you know what I'm saying? And it's yes, it's no, so 100%. true. <laughs> yeah, like, when yes. you're sick, you're like, well, I wish I could breathe right now, <laughs> you know? No, literally. Even when moving to LA at first, like, I don't know how your experience has been, like, living alone thus far, or not living alone, you live with your boyfriend, hello, Um, but, like, living, like, <laughs> alone, like, on your own without your parents, like, for the kind of first yeah. time, it's, like, it's a different feeling. Like sometimes it can feel like, Oh, am I making the right decision? Like my parents have worked so hard for me to like, not go with exactly what they believe and like all that stuff. So I want you to kind of touch on that topic a bit of like, you know, like feeling, having this balance of like disappointing others, Mm -hmm. but like doing what you believe in regardless because it's your life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go off a little bit here. I know you are. (laughs) I'm ready. (laughs) I'm ready. (laughs) Yeah. Mute my mic. Okay. So for those who don't know, Basically, when I wanted to move out specifically with my boyfriend, his name is Joel. Um, when I specifically Yay, Joel. wanted to move out, shout out Joel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shout out Joel. <laughs> when I wanted to move out with him, my parents like were completely against it because I come from a really religious background. Like I, I grew up Catholic. I literally have been going to church every single Sunday for the past 21 years of my life because that's just how like we were raised and everything like I went to a Catholic high school um so yeah I come from a really religious background and I I would always like consider myself to be Catholic in the past just because like that's how I was brought up right so I never really like when I was younger I never really thought about anything else and as I grew older and you know experienced different things I kind of it kind of like opened my mind up to different things and like you know my experiences led me to my beliefs um that I have now and basically I would just consider myself spiritual so like I don't really tie myself down to being catholic or necessarily religious anymore but obviously my parents still have their morals and their Catholic beliefs and which is completely fine. Like that's like, they were brought up that way and they wanted to continue to be religious, which is like, obviously like everybody has their own thing. And I would never judge them for that. Like that's great for them. They're great people. Um, and I love them so much, but, um, yeah. So when I did want to move out, they were not happy about it. And, 
they, yeah, <laughs> like I'm not going to go too deep into it, but basically they just really were against it and they thought that mm-hmm. it was going to be a huge mistake and they are just not for moving out before marriage. That was a big thing is that in the religion, if you don't, if you move out before you get married, it's basically like a big sin. It might even be considered like a mortal sin. I'm not really sure like exactly what category falls under, but yeah, so I did not, I had absolutely zero support from them. And it was kind of like, I kind of told them very last minute. And I even found out last minute though, that we were like moving out because we went to go see the first place that we went to go see is the one that we ended up yeah, renting. Which I love is crazy. that story. <laughs> yeah. And so it all happened so fast. Like it's not that I told them last minute, but it's also like I even found out last minute right. that we were going to move out. Um, so it was like a big shock to me as well, because we just expected to look at the place and like kind of just like dip our toes in the water. So it wasn't really something that I was expecting to happen so fast either. Mm-hmm. But obviously, like in an ideal situation, it would have been better to give them more warning Um before I did move out just so it can like sink in with them a bit because when I told them I'm pretty sure it was only like two weeks before I actually oh yeah so that's definitely like like, yeah yeah. and that's like only when I found out though too Mm -hmm. so it was kind of like it was a surprise for everybody pretty Mm -hmm. much right um because we were planning on moving out like more in like July oh got you so yeah but you guys were just like touring places just for the you know fun of it yeah, exactly. But then, like, yeah. we really fell in love with this place, so we were, yeah, like, we we couldn't. And when it you know, you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anyway, continue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so I had a, absolutely zero support from them, and like, it was, it's still like really, really hard because, like, you know, your parents are always there for you. Like, they raise you. Like, you live with them your whole life. Right. And, um, obviously, like your inner child yearns for their support. Oh, and it's yeah, yeah, and it's like really hard when you don't get it, and you like your inner child like really wants it. Um, and then I was thinking, and I was like, when I first like dropped out of college, my I had to like it was a big big fight Mm -hmm. and like thing with my parents. Yeah, um, because they were so set on. I was about to say like that must have been a huge like thing going Mm -hmm. on too for that yeah yeah so that was kind of a huge like deal and I mean they weren't they it wasn't like the best thing ever for them and they were kind of like I have two older siblings and they both Mm -hmm. have degrees so I was kind of the first one to break that barrier Mm -hmm. and they always kind of told me like oh you you, like get your degree and then you can do what you want afterwards Mm -hmm. and obviously like I didn't want to do that because I just thought that was a complete waste of my time and also a waste of money because if I'm not going to use the degree then what is the point (laughs) so anyways I ended up convincing them um to drop out after doing one year of college and they were like okay you'll get we'll give you one year off I mean one semester off and then we'll see where it goes and after that that's when I really started my spiritual journey Mm-hmm. and when I really started that's when honestly I became like started to become like an adult and like step into being true to who I am because that was honestly like one of the first things that I've ever done that was like one of the biggest decisions in my that life that you got to choose yeah 
yeah, that I got to choose and I didn't have the support of them mm. then either, you know? Yeah. And I was thinking and I was like, you know what? Like, look what I did back then and I didn't have their support and look what good came out of it. Right. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So going into this, this was like something I would say more major mm-hmm. moving out and everything. But I was kind of comparing it to dropping out of school. And I was like, look, I didn't have their support back then either. And look what good came out of it. Right. So doing this, it's like sometimes regardless of other, like, no, sorry, all the time, regardless of other people's (laughs) opinions, like you have to stay true to yourself. Like even if you have zero support from every single person around you, you have to follow your intuition and you have to do what's right for you. Because at the end of the day, Like, if you live your life based on other people's opinions, even if it's your parents, even if it's your closest friends to you, if you live your life based on their opinions and their beliefs and their morals, like, you're not staying true to yourself. You're not um, actually being who you truly are. Like, it sounds kind of cheesy, but it's so true. Yeah. Um, And for the longest time, like, that's how I lived my life. Like, in high school, I wanted to start my YouTube channel, like, so long ago. Like, I would have started it in high school, but I was honestly like like so scared of Mm -hmm. other people's opinions and I let that literally rule my life in high Mm -hmm. school I would say like I would never want to do anything that's considered quote-unquote weird yeah because I was so scared of being judged and everything and after like obviously then I stepped in to realize that like (laughs) like that's just Mm -hmm. like you you can't do that because you're just gonna be unhappy like there's always gonna be people out there judging you um no matter what no matter Mm -hmm. what you do there's always gonna be someone that doesn't like it and there's always gonna be someone that's gonna judge you for it no matter what yep so it's like moving out and doing this it's like yeah I don't have the support of my parents um which is obviously which sucks but at the same time, it I don't want to say it doesn't matter to me because obviously, like like I said right. before, like my inner child still does like yearn for their support, but it also doesn't matter to me at all. Like, <laughs> You're like, you yes, know what I but mean? yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it, it, it doesn't because now like I feel like I've grown so, so, so much and I've come to realize that it it doesn't matter because regardless if they were supportive or not, it's still going, it's still the right decision, mm-hmm. you know? And they still love you and they probably exactly. would, get, would give the world for you, but no, yeah. yeah, you're so right. I mean, like everything that you preached up and down, you have to do, like, that's all I preach on this podcast, honestly. I'm like, I should change my podcast to live your dreams, like live your dreams <laughs> and despite so what everyone else <laughs> thinks, period. Yeah, no, yeah. like that's literally all I preach up and down because I'm like, yes we do crave our parents attention and their love and their support but like at the end of the day and like I I'm glad you talked about this like that's literally what I wanted this podcast episode to be about because so many people come up to me all the time like in my dms comments whatever how do you do this like my parents aren't supportive this and this and this like I wanted to make a whole youtube video on it honestly because I'm like but I'm like I'm not really the perfect candidate because I'm like I've kind of convinced my parents to be supportive of everything that I do like I just I was like I have to convince you blah 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 um and like maybe this wasn't what they wanted for me like I know my mom like very traditional Asian mama like she definitely was like you know maybe you should go to school like maybe you should do this whatever um 
And then I also actually haven't talked about this on my podcast either, but like uh, when my boyfriend wanted to move in, because we basically live together now, not basically, we do live together now. It was this whole thing, you know, and this is the one platform my parents don't listen to because they're too lazy to tap on podcasts. So they won't know that I'm talking about this, but it was was this argument, you know, like, and that's just me being hella transparent because I feel like it looks very easy to everyone to be like, oh, like, yeah, you have supportive parents. But I'm like, there are some things that also like, yeah like that's kind of scary like you know like I'm still young like I'm still figuring out my life but I'm like I know what's right for me I know what's right for you know like me and my partner like and that that's adulting that's adulting that you have to do on your own and that's things that you have to figure out on your own and sometimes yeah you're going to have to disappoint your parents and like you know and like say this completely like whatever backfires on my face and like that's something that I'm going to have to figure out for my life because this is my life you know what I'm saying and you get it you totally get the vibe so it's like yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, not just with, like, boyfriends and moving in and college, but, like, literally anything. Like, if you guys are thinking about school and, like, maybe changing majors, maybe dropping a friend group, like, any kind of change yeah. in your life that might require someone's attention or someone's opinions. Like, like you said earlier, like, my biggest motto, I don't care what I'm doing to anyone else unless it's, like, if I'm physically hurting someone, that's something else. Mm-hmm. But if I'm emotionally hurting you, that's based on your reaction. I'm not doing anything to perpetrate that. So it's not my fault if you feel that way about something I'm doing. If it doesn't no, affect 100%. you, like even if I was cursing you up and down and like whatever yeah. and being a bitch yeah. to you, whatever, if I was screaming at you, like that doesn't physically impair your physical health. So like it's yeah. how you react to it. It's kind of like hate comments, same things. Like if someone's saying something to you, blah, 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 you can take that to heart, whatever, you can whatever. But unless I'm like literally hurting you, hurting you, physically hurting you, but like, I'm not making any choices that physically hurt you. So I'm okay. This is something that's good for me and that's fine. You know what I'm saying? Like that might be a really like extreme way to put it, but I only say it like that because I'm like, I'm really not doing anything to uh, impact your human, your human, like your humanness, you know, like I'm not trying to like, yeah. So like, you see what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, yes, I can emotionally hurt you. And that might not be exactly what you want from me, but like, find a way to make yourself like figure it out because like that's not my problem like as like blunt as that is it's not my problem yeah (laughs) yeah like exactly like Joel was saying to me he was like look who's like right now you moving out is such like us moving out is such a big accomplishment and everything right you're and your parents like not supporting you and reacting Mm -hmm. like the way that they are um that is out of your control and it it's is. not your fault yep like because I kind of like felt guilty about it obviously because I'm like oh my god like I'm putting this burden on my parents now that they're gonna mm-hmm. be heard about and they're disappointed and now they're gonna think about it all the time and pray for me extra and like all this stuff and it like it makes me feel a little guilty like putting that burden on them and Joel was like no like it's their decision for how they're reacting to this and how they're taking it like that is on them that is nothing that you did wrong you're just following like you're just living your life and at the end of the day like if they're not going to be supportive then there's nothing that I can do about it like I'm it's there's no point because they just have to like find a way to yeah and hope and hopefully come to terms with it Mm-hmm. Um, which I hope will eventually happen and and it definitely will that's will, the will thing eventually yeah, yeah correct and all things take time and like again we're coming from a place where we have loving parents so I can only imagine like situations where your parents truly don't support you like literally have create the worst life for you because I know I mean that exists like, and, that, and that sucks that's even worse 
Um, but yeah. if anything, if you are in that situation, I feel like that would be easier for you to be like, hey, you know, let me just do what I need to do so that I can live my life. Honestly, that might be easier to just have parents that don't like you, but um, that's weird. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's not. Um, but yeah, no, I feel like having supportive parents, though, that like really like care about you, really love you, you're like, fuck, am I making the wrong decision? Because like, I like I'm a failure then because if you tell me that and you've already provided this lifestyle for me that like, I can't be more grateful like for like, I mean, I yeah. guess I have to be disappointing yeah. you. So it sucks. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, it's, it sucks so much because you're like, oh my God, like they raised me. I'm the me, bad like, guy. Me, yeah. Yes. It's like, they gave me such a good childhood and they love me so much, but, and then now they're telling me that it's a mistake and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it's hard not to feel like guilty, you yeah. know, like, <laughs> yeah, I know. But, but yeah, I think that that's a really good topic to touch on because I don't think I've really talked about this honestly on any episode on any podcast. So it's nice to hear some perspective from, you know, like from other situations, because I feel like I always talk about like college and follow your dreams and whatever, but things that deal with like your parents and like, you know, people that Mm -hmm. really love you and care for you, like not just like fake friends or whatever. Like these are Mm -hmm. people that have literally raised you from the ground up. So it's like, how, how do I move forward? Well, you know, it's, it's this big thing, but, um, yeah, but if it comes to like, you know, backtracking, if it comes to literally anything else, like I just think go for it. Like you literally, I feel like at the end of the day, even if you're an indecisive person, you kind of know what you want, you know? Oh, like you at least you, you, you correct always know deep you down. always you know always that's know. what i'm saying you might not know exactly what path you want to go down or what career you yeah. want to go down but you know the ultimate feelings of joy and happiness and what mm-hmm. resonates with you when it comes to like things that you like to do or whatever or if you don't know explore it like go out explore do different things like you know uh i mean who's traveling right now grow. i don't know but like that's how you grow that's what i'm saying like getting yes. perspectives looking at different things trying new jobs try everything if you don't know what you mm-hmm. like and then go with what you feel is true to you and you'll just like yeah. make your life that way yeah yeah exactly and like making big decisions it's like me going against my parents on this decision it's like this is gonna help me grow more than anything yes Um, (laughs) it's literally gonna help me grow and like let's say for example like you went against someone's decision and then it didn't end up working out but you learned something from it and then that makes you grow like you have to take everything in life and make try to make something positive out of it at the end of the day And everything, like, everything happens for a reason. Everything, I love saying this, like, everything happens for you, not to you. Not to you, yeah. Yeah. That's better, yeah. I love that so much because Mm -hmm. it makes so much sense at the end of, like, at the end. Yeah, I agree. And, yeah, like, making these big decisions and, like, me um, moving out without my parents' support is helping me grow and it's helping me be more true to who I am mm-hmm. and living my truth and not caring about what other people think of me because like I was saying before in high school that was such a big thing that like I literally only cared about what people thought people about pleaser me yeah time. and guess what yeah. I, I I just had, I feel like everything we're talking about I've just talked about so like even like the whole people pleaser thing all you grow up doing is trying to please people like it's in our innate like human DNA yeah. to want to please people because that's kind of how we move forward as a society like if no one cared about if everyone genuinely was like I don't give a fuck like we wouldn't be here because like no one would have the drive to like live life seriously like so we all kind of care about some form of human validation and we were having this like quote-unquote argument yesterday about like oh like human validation how much am I doing like for example like acting and content creation like how much am I actually doing it for me versus what I'm doing for society and like the view of things you know what I'm saying and that's why so we were talking about background acting earlier because like 
Michaela does background acting. You guys know I do acting. And I was like, that is so refreshing to see someone who is just interested in background acting. Like, I feel like everyone like that I know of are like very classic to do background acting so that you can work your way up so that you can be this big star and whatever. And like, mm-hmm. I don't think it's bad to admit that. Like, if you want to go big and take this all the way, then so be it. But I was like, damn, like how much of acting am I doing like for myself? And this is just like real, like quote unquote shadow work questions that I want to ask myself because like when you're mm-hmm. aware of this stuff, it makes you more aware like you know what I'm saying like you know what yeah, you're doing it yeah. for it like solidifies your purpose more and I was like yeah how much of content creation do I do for myself and how much do I do because I know that it looks good or like you know or like for other people because I know it helps yeah. this community and this is how I know I'm gonna grow big blah blah, blah. so like yeah I don't know it's this like debate that I was like damn now it's got me thinking <laughs> you know what I'm saying what do you feel on that argument that kind of like wrecks my brain sometimes wrecks me like, completely <laughs> like literally wrecks my brain like it's sometimes hard to differentiate like what you're actually doing because you want to versus right. what you're doing for mm-hmm. like your audience or whatever. Yeah. And I was actually thinking about that like a few months ago and it was, it just, I feel like it's almost like a concept that's so like large that it's hard yeah. to kind of really it know. Stems more, it stems more behind like, I mean, it stems more than just like yourself. It like depends on yeah. like, like, cause I was like, Chris, like, what if we're the only human, like, if you're the only human on this planet, he's like, well, then I would, cause he's passionate about basketball. He's like, well, then I would like hoop by myself. I hoop by myself all the time. But then I was like, okay, for acting. Cause he's an actor as well. And I was like, so yeah. what's the point on that? He's like, well, I want to be great because I want to be great. And I'm like, but like, if no one was here, like, but he was like, but then I wouldn't have a scene partner. And I was like, you're missing the point. <laughs> I was like, you're literally missing the point. <laughs> but like, yeah. but then we like talked about it and it's so true. And it just stemmed back to like, yeah. Like, it kind of depends on everyone else and how you view everyone else. And it's, like, how everyone else – how you think everyone else views you. And it just goes so much beyond, like, Dude, you. And it's just mind-boggling. Like, I, yeah. I can't even – Yeah. So, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like so we'll intricate. That. <laughs> yeah, I was like, we'll save that topic for another dinner because this one isn't getting anywhere. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's very interesting. So, that's why even when thinking about something like that on a large scale, I'm like – you know, even when it comes to other people and humans, like, I mean, this is an industry where we're like going big, like we're talking to communities of people from all across the world versus, you know, having a little argument with our parents about moving in with our boyfriends. So like, you know, it's like that scale and like, you know, caring about what people think about you on that small of a scale and then caring about what people think about you on a large scale. And it's like how much that stems from like inner how you feel about yourself but also how you think others feel about you and vice versa because like no one has the same perspective of you everyone views you differently and you view yourself in a way that no one else views you and that's crazy to think about dude that is so true like no one actually knows what's no going one on knows in your brain like, no one knows. knows except mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. like which is the craziest part like even like your closest friend yeah your closest um person, they all like, view you differently yeah. yeah like it's so true everybody has a different perception of you and you're the only buddy who is actually yourself <laughs> yeah and that's why it stems back to you literally have to live your life for what you believe because you're the only one that really knows what you want period seriously yeah 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 and and that's why you can't listen to anybody's opinions or judgments because mm-hmm. they're not you they're nope. not in your shoes they are not in your body therefore their opinion should not matter you nope. know what I mean yeah and honestly that was a great way to bring it back because like that is so true, isn't it? Like, it's like, yeah. it stems back to like doing what you have to do for yourself, regardless of what anyone thinks of you. Because like, genuinely, if you think about the human perception and like what people view of you, 
you're never going to know. So like, you better might as well work with what you do know and what's going on in your head. And like, I always recommend people. I'm like, when people are like, well, I don't know how to like start finding myself and this and this and this. And I'm like, spend some time alone, baby girl. Cause I'm like, that's the one way that like you really start to get to know yourself, like without influence of anybody else, like without influence of you know other people on social media without influences of even your close friend circle and your parents like yes we are a byproduct of every single person that we meet otherwise you really wouldn't be who you are today like we all influence each other to become this version of ourselves but then once you kind of have that baseline I mean we're at this age where I feel like we've experienced enough life to where like you kind of know what you want sort of whatever so that's why I say this is the perfect time to like spend time alone and like figure it out you know so I'm like I always tell people I'm like don't rush I mean don't rush don't force friendships to be together don't force things to happen in your life because like that's when you're just like trying to work things in your favor because you think like that's what you should be doing so like I always tell people if you're not in a relationship and you don't want to be or if you want to be and you're just like trying to force it like don't force anything because this is the time of exploration when like you figure out what you want and the more that you figure out what you want that's what you can attract into your life versus like trying to force something that's not meant to be you know exactly and also like making big decisions for yourself it's also like even starting by like if you're that type of person that like every single decision that you make you have to ask somebody Mm -hmm. like stop doing that if you want to actually figure out who you are and you want to kind of explore that that's probably like one of my number one tips is stop like start making decisions by yourself Ooh, that um, could be your adulting tip. I was about to ask you, what's your top adulting tip? Do you want to go into that? I'm like, yeah, that could be on, it. honestly, good honestly, ass one. Yeah, I just kind of came up with that on the spot. Perfect, but. we love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I, I honestly would be that person that like I'm still to this day like indis, I am indecisive with like small things like oh, what shirt should I wear? Like whatever. Right. <laughs> but like with like more serious things, like I, I used to be that person that's like asking like five people like I need your opinion on this I need your opinion mm-hmm. on this because I was unsure about who I was so I needed people from the outside to tell me what to do because mm-hmm. I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do and so that's probably like one of the biggest tips I have is once I started actually like making bigger decisions for myself mm-hmm. and serious decisions for myself that's when I really started to tune into who I really was and what I really wanted with my life And so that's probably like, if you're trying to find yourself, that's my number one thing to do Mm -hmm. is even like those small decisions, start with that and start making them just by yourself. Mm -hmm. And then you're really going to figure out like what you truly want to do. And you're not going to have like other people's opinions affecting that. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. No. Come on, spitting facts. This, as you said. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I completely agree. I think. I, now that I'm starting to think about it, I'm like, I feel like the person that I've become today is definitely from all of these small decisions, like racking up on each other. Like yeah. as soon as I graduated high school, I was like, I need to start living my life for me. Where does this go? And I was like, okay, New York yeah. city. Like no one was telling me like, Hey, you should do this. Or like maybe, well, actually no, everyone was telling me go to college, like do this, do this, do this. But I was like, I think I'm going to do this. And like, that's when I started making like decisions for myself rather than being like, Oh, what does society, what does counselors from my school? Like, what does everyone want me to do? Because I mean, I was being told left and right, go to college for dance. You're good at dance. You're smart. You had a high ass GPA. Why are you not going to a good college? Like whatever. But I was like, 
this doesn't feel like the right timing for me. And I think I know what I want for me. And I'm glad to have had that like realization early on. And I think, you know, you're talking about spirituality earlier, but like I had my spiritual, you know, awakening, whatever, like when I was in eighth grade and like, I'm not super like eighth grade. Yeah. Yeah. It was really early. That was because I, that was because I went through an intense, like breakup for eighth grade. Yes. For eighth grade. But like, also I think I was all like, I was on YouTube. I was on YouTube a lot. And like, I just grew up so fast with all the YouTubers that I was watching. Like everyone that I was watching, I just felt like I was learning so much information at like rapid speed. And not that my parents didn't teach me anything. They taught me so much. They taught me how to be, you know, good at love and like really like just giving back to others and being kind and whatever. But like when it came to spirituality, I'm like, I'm the oldest sister. So I'm like, I never even had like older sisters to look up to. So I was like, YouTube girlies. Like (laughs) there was a TikTok the other day. They were like, older sisters older siblings like how did you do it and I was like YouTube baby like I was raised by these YouTube girlies but yeah no like I started looking at law of attraction videos in eighth grade like I was going through this awful breakup like yeah no one was no one was going like through the like the intense amount of breakup that I was going through at that age and I was like how am I feeling all these feelings right now no one's getting it everyone's invalidating them because I'm so young but that relationship was like four years long we got back together then we broke up like senior year but like that whole like time like and then senior year I went through like a more intense version of the first breakup but that definitely that first time that was my first time ever having my heart broken no one ever like had that kind of heartbreak in high school because everyone was together for like two weeks and it was like okay we're done we're not together we're not gonna cancel but like (laughs) for me I was going through a full like intense like almost like adult relationship breakup in eighth grade and I was like this shit is crazy I was like I need to get better because I'm not eating I'm not sleeping like this is not good and I was like you got to pick yourself up and I was like what is law of attraction law school I don't know let's click on this video like I had no idea what law of attraction was (laughs) I didn't know what it meant um I was like okay like Harvard I don't know Elle Woods yeah and then I was like (laughs) okay let me click on it and I was like whoa whoa you can have control over how you view things I was like what what is this and I just like went down a rabbit hole like went down a whole rabbit hole and I felt like I was so but I was so aware at such a young age and I to a certain extent I kind of hate it because like I grew up literally not being able to vibe with anybody no one because I was just like oh no one yeah yeah you get the yeah yeah you know like because like like, now like that is a feeling yeah Yeah. you like you literally can't find friends like nothing because you're just like and it sounds so bad because I'm like I'm so awoke but like there's a different feeling because it can so it can so sound like that you know but like that's not what I mean but like you completely get it if you've been through it and you've been through a time when like you were at a low 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 like you know what that feels like to to be completely alone because no one gets it no one sees it the way that you do almost everyone is like tunnel vision and you're like whoa like I see everything like whatever like there were times in class where like I literally was focused but I was not focused I was thinking about how the world revolves and how everyone is like doing this and whatever oh god it was it was honestly overwhelming like I was getting anxiety from the fact that I saw life in a way that nobody did you know and I don't know where we're going with this you get it right but you completely get it like that whole spiritual awakening whatever so like going through that so young that was like my first time when I made decisions to like you said that that was your when you started having your spiritual awakening that's when you started making decisions for yourself that's when it started for me so I feel like that's also how I grew up so fast because like wow. by eighth grade, I was already spiritual awakened, whatever. And then like by 10th grade, by junior year, I graduated high school a year early and I moved to New York City because I was ready. Like mentally, I was already ready. I had been through this already. So like I did that shit. <laughs> and I'm like, that's how that's how it happened. But I feel like when you, you don't have to have the spiritual awakening, but I'm saying that when you spend time alone and truly figure out like self and like, you know, spend time with self and that's mostly what spiritual awakening is, whatever. Um, 
that's when you start making decisions yeah. for yourself. That's when you become more confident. Like people are always asking for like confidence tips, whatever. And I'm like, spend time alone. Like that's when you truly figure out how to trust yourself. You start making small decisions. They start racking up into bigger decisions. And then eventually mm-hmm. you're, you're queen of your own life. You know, like you don't have to really listen to whatever someone's telling you unless it's genuinely for the best of you, you know? But I think at that yeah. point, once you realize that, like, for example, you're in a relationship right now, so you probably understand the feeling of like, not settling for less like you completely get it because you've already experienced self you already know what that's like and I feel like sometimes you know if you haven't spent enough time alone you kind of go with whatever's there because it just makes sense to you like you know like someone to yeah but then you don't really realize you don't know anything different at all and so now I'm like that doesn't make sense for me to settle for anything like I need to make decisions on my own and I like when you spend more time alone, you know how to make decisions on your own. So I would never make a decision for me. And so that's why you're, when your parents question you, like, is this the right thing for you? You're like, I know what's right for me, but like, I can't have you telling me what's right for me. And like me getting conflicted with my own self, because I'm like, you have to trust yourself at the end of the day. And like, that's such a hard thing to do when you're literally, again, like listening from the people that have raised you, but then you have also raised you when you spend time alone. So you're like, I think I know what's best for me. And when you know that feeling, you know, like you literally, you always know what to do for yourself. And like, I think that's a beautiful fucking feeling, you know? Yeah. Like literally if this was like, if I wanted to move out like two years ago and Mm. my parents told me no, oh, I would listen to them. Yeah. I would 100% listen to them. Then I'd be like, okay, you're right. This is a mistake, blah, blah, blah. Like, because I wasn't confident in myself back then. Like I wasn't making decisions for myself back then. And Mm -hmm. honestly, my spiritual awakening, like my spiritual awakening. I know. It's like, it's like, it's, it's such a cheesy, like, way I know. to say I'm like, it. My spiritual awakening yeah. was so. It's like, how, yeah. how else do I say it? I know. I don't know. We need a better like word of translation my for that because that shit is sounding to sound so ugly. Like it sounds like I turned into an LA girl. I'm not here for no, it. it anyway. It does. It's so like to- taboo. Yes. Um. Anyway, so I, my spiritual awakening started when I it was like the year that I um dropped out of college and it's Mm. funny because like when I dropped out of college like my parents were like oh we'll give you like one semester right and but like in in the back of my head I'm like sure I'm not just one semester but like in the back of my head I'm like okay yeah I'm never literally going back right yeah um and like they they didn't know that but like I'm like yeah yeah right I'm not Um, (laughs) you said first decision made for myself yeah Yeah, like they thought yeah (laughs) so it happened like I was just like at that point in time like I wanted to do I just that's when I basically just started my YouTube channel too and I was just I was literally working at a restaurant um and just doing some little like video editing things on the side just Mm -hmm. to make like money um and I was literally working at a restaurant and one day I came home from my shift and I someone had mentioned to me the documentary on Netflix called um The, the Secret. Secret I'm like girl I already know <laughs> yeah yeah so someone <laughs> mentioned that to me and then I was like and eh, like I don't want to watch that yeah like, eh. and then I that's where it all shift. starts The Secret yes, <laughs> everyone yes. <laughs> yeah. yes I come home from my shift from work and I'm like, 
you know what like i'll just i'll just put it on and see like what mm-hmm. what do i have to lose and it starts out so boring and like documentary style yes. and you're like what the fuck is yes. this Dude, <laughs> yeah. let me tell you when i say i was about to exit out within the first <laughs> me. 10 minutes i was about to exit out same yeah <laughs> but okay if if, if, you're, if you're gonna go watch that documentary on netflix uh, you you have to make it past the push pass like, push pass yeah, yeah. push pass um so it was like literally that documentary i can really say changed, changed my, my life, life. like mm-hmm. it literally because i would that was the first um like manifestation slash spiritual slash whatever like thing that i've ever really immersed myself in and actually watched and everything and if I never put on that documentary back then, it sounds cheesy, but like, I don't think I'd be where I am today. And it changed my whole mindset. Like when I dropped out of college, I like, I wasn't even like that in tune with myself, but my intuition was just telling me like, like my gut was just like, you hate school so much. Like I I can't do it anymore. Like I just hated it so much. And also like my intuition was telling me like, girl, like, you can't do this anymore. And so, but I wasn't even that spiritual when I dropped out even. Like I would still back then consider myself to be a Catholic. So um, I kind of just based that decision solely on me hating school and just like me not feeling like it was like, like there was no direction. Right. Like I was going in no direction with it. Um, but then see dropping out, that led me to this, like to the spiritual awakening. And so after I watched that, like my eyes opened, like, they opened and I was like holy shit like this shit is crazy and I would just like I was telling everybody about it I was like oh my god like you have to watch this documentary on Netflix like oh my god but everyone would be like they wouldn't really listen to me they'd just be like yeah 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 so whatever mm-hmm. um but then like I started immersing myself more in it I started like learning about how to manifest things like listening to my intuition just like all that stuff you know mm-hmm. how it goes Right. Um, but yeah, so that happened. Let me think what age I was. I think I was 19. Yeah, I was 19, mm-hmm. 19 years old when that happened, when I had my spiritual awakening. And so it didn't happen as young as you, but I totally get what you mean when you say yeah. that, like you view the world now, or you did when you were, when you had that awakening, you view mm-hmm. the world and in, in a, almost in a different like lens and everything. Yeah not your yeah else, your vision like, just cha- like everything yes. everything yes. alters you think yes. about how you're Literally, interacting with yes. every single living yes. inanimate object you're yes. like whoa like it's almost yes. like you're on drugs you're like hello yes. what no, is going literally, on you just feel so lonely yes. like you're walking like i was yes. walking in my middle school hallways and i was like what the fuck is going on what is this matrix i was almost depressed from it because it sucks to be in that mental state it feels good yeah no it feels good to like know more and whatever but like oh god it was so depressing because i was like this honestly made it kind of worse like good but worse because i'm like when will be the time when i find like-minded people and it was only until after i graduated high school like when i really started like meeting people that you know, we're also on the same page. Oh, like, okay, you get this, you get it. Like we can go for this and this and this, whatever. Um, 
And I think COVID also, like, whoa, COVID and like TikTok, like manifestation, spiritual TikTok woke so many people up. Everyone was like, oh my gosh, like, this is so cool. Like, you know, and I think, yeah, because I I feel like no one, like, I feel like I started listening to like Law of Attraction and stuff again, like so early on. None of my friends were listening to that. Like, they did not know what that was. And like, I felt like at that point Mm -hmm. in my life, I couldn't even focus on boys. I couldn't focus on what was going on in school because I was like, I don't, I don't know what, yeah, because I'm like, where do I go with my life now? And I feel like yeah. that was also a big thing for me going to college. I was like, I don't want to spend four years in college. That's just me. Yeah. Anyone who wants yeah. to genuinely yeah. do that, then so yeah. be it. But like, yeah, I want to make the active decision to not go because I don't yeah. want to go. And like, yes. that's not anything on anyone else's choice. But like, I knew that that was right for me. And I'm so glad that I honestly had that so early because now I feel like I can connect with people on a deeper level. Like I know how to communicate with people and like listen to people and their dreams and their desires. And I also know how to be like, yo, like this world is your oyster, baby. Like do what you want to do. Support it. Yeah. Like I'm so much more like open to things. I think before spiritual, I mean, um, like I feel like it was this whole point where I was like, bitter and like comparing I'm never like after that I've never struggled with comparing myself ever like maybe here and there I'm like oh this content this video could have done better whatever but like I genuinely can say that I do not compare myself I don't compare myself looks wise to anybody I don't compare myself to my body I don't compare what I'm putting in my body food wise like I don't compare anything I don't compare anything seriously and like I think it has freed me from so much of the stuff that like I grew up watching because I was like you know, when I was growing up, I watched Mean Girls and all that stuff. And I was like, oh, so nice to be like powerful in school. We have to be popular. Like I was like, let me hop on all these trends and like be mean to people. Like I was truly like a menace in middle school. I was like, let me get all the boys that I can get, blah, 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 blah. Like, cause like, that's all you're thinking about. Like, and then after, you know, fully like being like, what is this for? I just genuinely became like a good person. Like I felt this switch in my body that was like, yo, why are we like this? And it's crazy because some people don't grow out of that. (laughs) They don't grow out of that. Like mental mindset of just like being mean and bullying people like I genuinely run into some people sometimes and I'm like what is going on in your head I'm like that was middle school me and I know what that felt like like it doesn't just go away like you know what that feels like and sometimes when you're in dark places like that side of you comes back up you're more bitter you're more angry and like whatever but like I was so angry at the world back then for no reason I had a roof over my head I had food like I was fine but like (laughs) I was angry at the world for no reason because I felt like I was ugly like I can compare myself and like whatever like I wasn't the standard of beauty blah blah like all this stuff and I was like damn like (laughs) why that was such a low point and I like I feel like people who struggle with that at a later age it's hard Mm -hmm. to reverse because you've just been trained by society even more even more like it's so much harder yeah the older you get the more it's ingrained in you like that's what I'm saying it's it's harder to break out of it and it's like at the end like us like you not going to college and me dropping out is like society literally tells you the the exact opposite yeah like right at the end of the day there's always going to be people going to college because like that's what some that's going to be some people's passion is they're going to love to go to college and they're going to want to go to university and whatever mm-hmm. but people got to realize that just because society says so doesn't mean that you have to and that it's going to be good for you right and like you don't only have to stop listening to people's opinions but you also have to stop listening to society as well and pull yourself Mm -hmm. out of that pull yourself out of society and you have to realize that like we are we are spiritual beings Mm -hmm. on a human in a on a human experience Uh like when you think about it that way 
it's like, damn, like I can do whatever the, like the heck I want, yeah. you know, yeah. it's, it's almost like you treat it more as like, I'm going to live my life and stuff. And it doesn't matter what society thinks about me because I'm going to have the best life experience that I'm going to have. And I'm going to do what I want to have because at the end right. of the day, that's what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. And if like when I'm on my deathbed and dying and stuff I want to look back and be like damn I did everything that I wanted to do with my life I have no regrets like you really just have to do what you want to do with your life because at the end of the day you're going to regret it if you don't right (laughs) yep no regrets you really are Mm -hmm. yes because you're you're gonna be once you die nothing matters anyways nothing no nothing nobody's does. opinions matters no um what society thinks of you doesn't matter nothing matters all that matters is that you live your life the way that you want yep. to do it but that's literally my life goal is it sounds cheesy but seriously just to live true to myself and have no regrets mm-hmm. yep dude that's my biggest life goal that's it that is it. Dude, we talked about so much. Hello? That was such a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> that we went in deep. No, we did. Like, honestly, I enjoyed this conversation so much. And it's so nice to talk to somebody. With, like, I know. You know, oh. that, that can that can hype this up as yes. well. It's so, like, so refreshing. Yeah, so no, literally, Michaela so and I are bonded. <laughs> no, yeah. like... I like we we are friends now. Like yes, definitely. We just <laughs> we basically had a therapy session um for you guys on this podcast for an hour. Um, so I hope you enjoyed. <laughs> but um oh, don't forget to shout out your socials definitely, so everyone can find you. Look at your vlogs, all the things. Yeah. So everything, all my socials are Michaela Bento on everything: YouTube, Instagram that's basically oh tiktok um mostly active on youtube though so if you're gonna look me up somewhere um look yes. me up on youtube please <laughs> oh yes 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 you guys have to watch her vlogs again she is like moving vlogs and content right now so you guys are gonna love that catch up on all the you know recent vlogs because they're super fun you're unpacking yes, and the doing the vlogs. thing it's a, it's a little series going on yes I so love you don't it. you don't want to miss it <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh again thank you so much for coming on and hopefully we can have of back course. have you back in the future <laughs> I would literally love that this was literally so much fun <laughs>